Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to the 21st episode of Interlude Army. Today we'll be talking about BTS's Your Eyes Tell song, Smeralda blog updates, and more. We also interviewed the composer and writer of the 2020 Global Army song. Let's get it! Welcome to Interlude Army. I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. It's time to announce more giveaways. Yay! <laughs> We're giving away a set of BTS's school trilogy. This includes Too Cool for School, Oh Are You Late 2, School Love Affair, and their Dark and Wild albums. Wow. One lucky winner will get a chance to receive all these. That's crazy. And I love Can it. I have it? Yeah. <laughs> Can I enter? Oh, man. <laughs> but for you guys to enter, this is open to all followers. So follow Interlude Army on Himalaya. Screenshot the follow and write the word school on the screenshot. Then send it to interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com with the subject line saying BTS school giveaway. And make sure to listen to our next episode to hear if you're a winner. If you think this is amazing, remember our 5,000 follower giveaway prize. Mm. Once we hit 5,000 followers on the Himalaya app, we'll be giving away all of BTS's albums. Yes, you heard me right. All of BTS's albums. (laughs) So help us out and spread the word. For this week's ARMY term, Kaylee will be explaining what the 94 and 95 liners mean. The ARMY term I am defining is the 94 and 95 liners. The 94 and 95 liners is a bandmate that is born in the same year as that person. So 94 liners are J-Hope and RM, and the 95 liners are V and Jimin. Yay! Thank you, Kaylee, for explaining what these terms mean. We can't wait to hear the other ARMY terms our premium members will explain next. Yay! Oh! Now, <laughs> that, oh, did that come, was that good? Wow, Jose! That was good. But um, how do you feel, Roseanne? Oh my God, 21 episodes. We're legal now. Oh my God. (laughs) 
that's what? illegal. No, wait, not not legal. We're able to drink now. No, that makes that sense. Makes sense. <laughs> oh my god, that was lame. That is crazy. Um, it honestly doesn't feel like it's been that long since we started. I mean, I even if, how we record our podcast, we're always a mess. But remember, Jose, yeah. our first episode, we did say we would probably still stay a mess. Definitely. So no lie there. And I think I think we've achieved that goal. <laughs> Like that's a good goal. <laughs> we, yeah, we have to, hey, we have to stay true to who we are. I guess. Oh, where are we? Oh yes, I'm doing good. <laughs> I am cracking up. Oh my god. No, how are you doing, Roseanne? How was your week weekend? Um, it's been good. Um, the last week I've been very motivated, like, onto staying active on YouTube. Mm-hmm. This pandemic has really made me kind of like go into a slump, and I feel like that's kind of normal for a lot of content creators around these times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so we have to kind of find the strength within us. But I, I really felt like I've somewhat found inspiration again to start creating and, um, I don't know, motivation. I feel like it's because we also know BTS might be coming back soon. So I'm like, I gotta get my stuff together. That could be it. Right? But, hey, whatever helps you, you know, get out of that slump, like you said, I think it's great. Right. Um, and, and I think it's normal. Mm-hmm. I, I also agree with you. I feel like everybody has had that feeling at one point you know since this whole pandemic started and i think maybe people would think oh because some people that work from home are used to it or whatever but it's like no because Mm -hmm. we would be working from home but we would be able to go places once we weren't working or do stuff yeah and we're not able to do that either so it's like for everybody it's okay if you have those moments, you know, and no matter how long mm-hmm. that is for, like if it might be one day that's bad, that's bad, a week, a whole month, whatever it may be, it's different for everybody. So that's very true. Don't worry, Roseanne. I've had those moments too. <laughs> um, how about you though? Oh, I'm I'm good. Um, I ate chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like what has happened oh to God. our? How are you doing? <laughs> Other than what I ate today, um, I've been good. Um, good, good. Yeah, I've also been kept a little bit busy with YouTube, and like, yeah. I do. I agree with you. It has to do with like, not necessarily that BTS have been like super active, but a lot of stuff that we'll be touching on more about in this episode um, that have led us to believe that they are like gearing up for a comeback pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So that has kept us busy. And also, of course, we did get Your Eyes Tell, so that also kept us busy as well. So, um, But other than that, personally, I've just been, you know, still school, uh, working on my homework and uh, watching horror movies from my class. Um, so I've been busy in that sense. But um, yeah, thankfully, I've been good. Uh, hopefully, you know, this week will be good as well. Right. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, I feel like there's more stuff that's dropping this week and I can't yeah. wait but uh, like Jose mentioned not too long ago, they performed on the station called CD TV Live. And mm-hmm. Jose, I'm like super excited to hear your thoughts about it. I didn't get to watch your reaction yet because I've been in such a mess today. But <laughs> what did you think? Oh, um, well, I loved it. And I know I say this all the time. <laughs> I literally start everything with I, loved, I it. loved it. But literally, it's it's honestly my feeling toward Yo, Roseanne. It's amazing. Mm. The song itself, it's so good and emotional. It's already one... Yes, it's already one of my top songs from there. Not even just Japanese. It's one of my top songs from BTS overall. 
every single member shines in this song. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a specific like count as far as line distribution or anything like that, but they were able to incorporate like the raps with the bat, and they do this all the time. Mm-hmm. They're geniuses at it. They know what works. But I'm always amazed at how they just keep doing it so well because mm-hmm. the the rap line raps in the song and it just goes with. It's a ballad. Like, this song is not a booty drop or... Pop hip-hop. Pump, the, pump your fist. <laughs> yeah. Anything like that. This is a ballad. And it's very emotional. And the way they were able to incorporate raps in there, I just love how they do it. It just flowed so well. The vocal line, I mean, this is another example of how, what they can do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, a really good song for them to show, like, hey, this is our vocal line. Ah, like, we would like yes. to present to you what our vocalist can do. They all hit high notes. I have to mention, because we know Jin, Jimin, and Jungle can hit them. I know we Taehyun can do it as well. But since Taehyun has that low, like, baritone voice... Whenever he goes high, it's just that this effect happens. And I said it in my reaction. I was shooketh. Like, when he hit the high right. notes, I was like, OMG. Like, I know he can do it. Uh-huh. But just when he does it, I'm like, you can't do this. Like, you cannot do this to me right now. But what did you think, Roseanne? Oh, my God. Oh, like, what you mentioned, of, like, we, we know that Tay is uh, cap- more than capable of using a very strong mm-hmm. falsetto with hitting those high notes because he's showcased it many times. But lo- I don't mm-hmm. know why. I was just not expecting when he started the, the second chorus, I believe. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Yes. But I feel like you. you mentioned as well, the vocalists were able to shine and show their like abilities in singing. Uh, literally, mm-hmm. it was a bunch of high notes. And so you get to see their strength in like falsettos and just transitioning to their real voice. And, you know, um, the rappers also, I believe RM mentioned one time that it is hard to incorporate raps, rap lyrics mm-hmm. into a ballad song you know what i mean that's how, that's why they sometimes choose to stay out of ballad songs because they feel like it's just better for vocalists but they did beautifully like just incorporating their lines into it and it was kind of like mm-hmm. low-key like singing low-key rap type of which i personally love i love that style of like rapping singing i don't know what you would call oh yeah that. yeah i think i know what the wording is called hmm. what is it Rap sing instead Raps. of rapping, rap sing. Ah, there. <laughs> Did you pick that up or is that real? <laughs> I just made that okay, up. Okay, I was like, I don't legit, even know if it's believe you. Okay, you know what? We're gonna call I it. Took rap a, sing. I took a P out of rapping and put the S, so it's That's, rap sing. It's officially a term now, rap sing. No, but also, they mentioned that this song was supposed to be for Jungkook's mixtape, right? I read that too. I read it online. I don't know where it's. From I'm sure Army has like a direct link. If it was, yeah, a, I'm I'm assuming it's an interview. Maybe I read it on my timeline saying that initially this was Jungkook's song for his mixtape, but because it was chosen for the movie, since it's gonna be the soundtrack for the movie that's also titled Your Eyes Tell, they decided to put it on BTS's album and have like all the members on the song as well mm, I felt like whoever like maybe Jungkook was in like working on it and he mm-hmm. showed it to the producer and maybe they were like oh my god this song is so good we have to put it 
like as part of a, an OST for a Japanese maybe. drama. They probably already had the song ready and set up, of, obviously. And then maybe when uh-huh. the drama came out and they were asked to do it, maybe they thought Jungkook's song really matched well with the theme. We're already like, super thankful that we get all these behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. they didn't post maybe like last last week, but this week, I believe this was like a pre-recorded video. It wasn't a live oh, yeah. stream. So it was like RM and J-Hope sitting down with a staff who was like an expert with camera mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. they were deciding on which camera they wanted to use for the making of which is like their album jacket photos so they're doing their own like album jacket photos that is definitely <sighs> that's another thing that i noticed and like i think this was i i read it somewhere i may be wrong this was in the u.s like they wherever they they recorded this i think it was in the u.s wait what I think I read that somewhere. I may be wrong. Please don't quote me on it. Oh, okay. um, I also may have read it incorrectly. My <laughs> eyes maybe saw something else. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, like they're going all out with this self-produced album. Uh, it's not just the music. It's the whole packaging. It's the photos themselves. But um, like Roseanne said, they all were deciding on what camera. Not they all. Sorry. It's J-Hope and RM. Just uh, them two looking at different cameras. They decided and chose the Contax T3 35mm film camera. Oh, that was Ooh. a mouthful. Um but I don't know this camera myself. I've, I've never worked with it. Uh, what about you, Rosanna? Do you have experience with that camera? Actually, no. I don't think I've had... I did have experience with film cameras, but that was back mm-hmm. in like high school, but not with this particular camera. I don't even think I've heard of Contax. To, like, yeah, I, I haven't heard that either. Yeah, we're not sure exactly when they filmed this, but also mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about why we have speculations as to why there could be a comeback around the corner. Mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. like... We feel like they're still in the process. And yeah, they probably are still in the process, but we don't know how far they are yeah. into it. Even the meeting video where Jin spoils October, mm-hmm. um, that one also was recorded. Like that wasn't happening when the video was posted, if that makes sense. Like it yeah, wasn't live. Well. Yeah, it was already recorded and then they just posted it on YouTube as if it was happening at that moment. But... It was also pre-recorded, so we don't know how far along, like Roseanne said, how exactly far along they are in this process. Right? Oh my gosh. And the reason why we're saying that they already might have everything basically, maybe like 90% done, they're just updating, doing tweaks mm-hmm. here and there, is because their Smeraldo blog, which we previously talked about in our last episode, yeah. they posted a post on there on July 10, and then they posted on July 12th. And Mm -hmm. just from those two posts, we could already tell that they're following the same template as 2017 and 2018 when the Smeraldo blog Mm -hmm. was posting. Mm -hmm. And the fact that those two blogs, whenever it mentioned a month, even though they didn't Mm -hmm. mention a specific date, they would say like mid-September or late August. But Mm -hmm. this time around for 2020, the blog is saying end of august Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just like those two years 2017 2018 whatever month they said that was legit the day that bts would come back Mm -hmm. i don't know jose like what do you think are you leaning more towards are they trying to like trick us or was jin trying to intentionally trick us by saying oh october i also am leaning towards the comeback because it just follows the pattern of dna and idol like it, yeah. it honestly that's what happened like there's no denying that that's exactly what happened the month that the blog mentioned 
that's when they made their comeback. And specific-wise, as far as mid-September and late, um, end of August, late August, sorry, um, that's exactly when it happened. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you knew this, Roseanne, but the posts when they were made for 2018, the exact timing was 4.28 p.m. Korean Standard Time. And if you read it backwards, it's 8.24, which is August 24th. And that is the exact date that Idol was dropped or Love Yourself Answer was dropped, August 24th. Uh-huh. So my theory, and I mentioned this in my... I, we both have videos, by the way, guys, Oh, yeah, that's right, you guys. If you want to check them out. Yes. Um, in mine, I mentioned that on August 24th, we might get something because it's the post, the very first uh, post that they made... Uh, for this year in 2020 was at that exact exact same time 4:28 p.m. Korean Standard Time. Mm-hmm. I I think it's too much. It's too specific, too on the nose for it to not mean anything. 4:28 p.m. Korean Standard Time, exactly like they did in in 2018. I couldn't find the one for 2017 to re reconfirm that. That like okay, this means like this is. Too coincidental if it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's too on the nose. Um, <laughs> so that's why I believe it's also gonna happen something, but also Roseanne, because Map of the Soul is still under the BU, the Bangtan universe. But the whole Flower Smeraldo blog was during the Love Yourself era, or what mm. introduced us to the Love Yourself era, uh-huh. and we're no longer in that era. So, what I was thinking is, is also that. This might not be in relation to a comeback, to, per se. This might also be in relation to the video game that they teased us last year. Ah. That video game does fall under, I believe, the Love Yourself era, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, or yes. it goes back to the HYYH era, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is also the drama. It could be more information on the drama that they are filming based on the Bangtan universe as well. And then the other thing is that if it follows that August 24th pattern that I noticed, it might not even be a pattern. Like I said, I don't have confirmation that that means something. But if it does, that 24th of August it lands on a Monday. And as we know, they come back every Friday now. So... Ooh, what's uh Let me check. So what's... So that's why I'm like, I don't know if they would be coming back on the 24th. Maybe this time around the 24th, we'll get something else as far as... Maybe a concept trailer, maybe something to do with the album that it is in connection with the comeback. It's just not the actual album and music video for the title track. You know what I mean? Got it. Got it. I My theory as to why I think maybe it's... I don't even know why I chose 28, but it was like I said it was either 28 or 30th. Um, mm-hmm. August 30 is maybe because, you know, all the notes and all the highlight reels, the last date we get is August 30 and we never like continue off of there. Mm-hmm. There's so many other possibilities as to what it could be. Maybe it's uh, the game. It can't be the drama yet because they they still haven't filmed the drama yet. I think they're just like finding actors. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, a big possibility is a game or a highlight reel. You know what I mean? Like another highlight reel. That too. Mm-hmm. Did you choose the 28 because it lands on a Friday? Actually, I don't even know why I chose the 28. When I was writing my script for my, my Smeraldo video, I'm like, eh, whatever mm-hmm. is the end of August, that's what I'll put. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the, 28, the 28th, I, I would say it could be because it is a Friday. That is a reason they do come back <gasps> yes. on Fridays. So, and that is late 
August. That's right. And know? 30th would be kind of odd because that's a Sunday. Sunday, oh. yeah. Maybe it is 20. Bet's on 28. I'm ready to be clowned. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and and my, my theory is that, that on the 24th we'll get something. I don't think it's the comeback. Because it is a Monday, I just think we're going to get something on the 24th, which is Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. So anything yeah. is really possible at this moment. And it's so hard. Like, we, it's like we feel like we know what's going to happen. But at the same time, we don't because BTS is snakes. Yeah. They kiss snakes. <laughs> so they be tricking us. But, an- like, another reason why it's not also the Smeraldo blog that we're, like, concerned about. Yeah. They recently reactivated their old... Instagram. Their pre-debut Instagram, to be specific. It, yes. you, it Well, the reason I was about to say it used to be called is because now it's deactivated again. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know if you saw, Roseanne, that it got deactivated. Because it only happened, I think, today or earlier today. July 12 is what? Yesterday. It was reactivated yesterday. Huh. Yeah. Interesting how I think it. I think it got deactivated. If it wasn't late last night, it was early this morning because I started getting messages saying, um, I don't see it anymore. <laughs> it's wow. deactivated. So um, the old Instagram was just Bangtan. That was the handle. Yeah. Bangtan. And it had pre-debut photos mostly of RM, Namjoon. Um, <laughs> and there was one with him, Jungkook, and Hobie as well. Yeah. ARMY noticed it right away that it came back. In a matter of, I think, an hour, it was already over 200,000 followers when wow. it was just in the two digits of followers. Um, and I think it had to do a lot with Twitter that everybody was talking about it. So people were like, oh my God, what is it? Give me the link. And, you know, just started following. Mm-hmm. Um but like I said, it got deactivated again. So mm. who knows if this was an accident or not? Yeah, they did but, too early. <laughs> Someone activated yeah, it a month but, early. <laughs> but what we're thinking is this is also another sign of a comeback because if they're doing a whole self-produced album, uh, they could be going with this theme as far as the entire comeback. Yeah. Um, and having a personal per se. Uh, instagram account just like twitter where they have the big bts one that's run by big hit they also have the bts one that's run by the guys on instagram they have the bts big hit account which is obviously run by big hit yeah but then there's also that pre-debut one that could be maybe opened again for it to serve as a personal account uh-huh. maybe they could start posting there and gearing up for this self-produced comeback you know what I mean? I, I should. We shouldn't even say just self-produced album. It should be self-produced comeback in general, you That's know, true. overall. And uh, I, some people were uh, saying that maybe they can start posting their concept photos there um, that they uh, took themselves or maybe the photos that uh, would be taken by... RM and J-Hope that they were looking for the cameras, you know, in oh, the YouTube videos and stuff like that. that'd be a cool that. idea. Yeah. Like, there's all these connections that it makes sense. Like, yeah. So, we'll get to see if it opens again. I don't think it was an accident. Yeah, I don't think it's an accident. And they may be, like, throwing little breadcrumbs here and there. Yeah. But we're staying on our toes. Anything can drop anytime soon. So, it's just, it's really fun to find all these puzzle pieces. Another fun and amazing news that happened this week well for those who don't know um armies were officially created on july 9 
2013. So that is ARMY's birthday. That's when the fandom name was established, right? Yes, that was when. Yeah. And I believe like the first round of like recruitments to be part of the fan club was also like mm -hmm. sent out. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy. We're seven years old. Yay. <laughs> Just like BTS. Yes. <laughs> A lot of projects are usually going through around these times. And mm -hmm. one of my favorites is the Global Army Song, which they have every year for the last couple of years, actually. So this began back in 2017, and each year we have seen it grown. And I think this is mm -hmm. the biggest so far, 2020. They've had so many participants who sang this Global Army Song in different languages. Did you get the chance to listen to the song? I did, and um, <gasps> I wish I could sing. Because I would love to participate, right. throw in my Spanish or English <gasps> or Spanglish yes. if they want to incorporate the Spanglish art. <laughs> um, I could just be in there like, oh. Oh, <laughs> like you're in the background. You're the background vocal. I'm, I throw in my ad-libs like Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh my God, that was Wow. Horrible. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Imagine like me. <laughs> oh my God, my, no, I can't do it. All the people who participated in this sounded so beautiful, though. And you will listen to our interview later on today. Like, how much mm -hmm, work? Mm -hmm. Please don't feel discouraged it. if we have insane. And honestly, you guys should really stay and tune in to hear about what happened behind the scenes. No, yeah. Um, it's very interesting. We learned a lot as well. Because mm -hmm. just like ARMY, we, you know, watch these videos and listen to the song. And we might have assumptions you know of like oh this was probably created like in a short amount of time or something you know like how or maybe it's just a small group of people but you'll get to see i mean you'll get to hear what goes on and how gracie who is the uh person in charge of this every year is uh what what, what she has to do you know to yeah make this come to fruition yeah, yeah. So those were the updates we had for today. Let's start with our favorite segment, Love Army. Yay. This is where we read letters written by you guys. If you want to submit your letter or voice recording, please email them to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. So for this week's episode, we have a letter from Anait or Anahit. I am so sorry if I mispronounce your name. They say, greetings from Armenia. I wanted to share how I got to know K-pop and BTS. So here is my story. That's not exaggerating, Army. She did leave out a lot of O's. <laughs> so here is my story, LOL. Everything started with the Boys Over Flowers show. I was watching it and the songs kind of captivated me, so that's how I got into K-pop back in 2009. In 2014, I first saw BTS on the Dub Smash app, lol, if you even remember what that was. Wow. Oh my god, that's a throwback. That is. <laughs> Jungkook was uploading a lot of funny videos there. Tay was active too. I thought they were fun and then I heard I Need You for the first time and I was speechless. I couldn't stop from then. P.S. I love you guys so much. I watch all your reactions and theory videos you both make. Thank you so much. You nice. Keep going. 
Thank you so much, Anait or Anait. I am so sorry. I don't mean to butcher your name. I just really don't know. But thank you so much for saying that. And wow, that was a throwback. I've never read or heard somebody say that they first saw BTS on Dove Smash. Me neither. So when they said that, I was like, oh my gosh, throwback. And this was back in 2014. And I mean, you could still find those dub smash videos on YouTube or Mm -hmm. Twitter, but it's hilarious, you guys. You guys need to check it out. (laughs) And I guess now there might be new armies that are going to say in the future, like, yo, I saw BTS on TikTok. (laughs) Because they uploaded videos on there as well. You never know. That's right. (laughs) Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And like, we just love finding out how you guys discovered BTS. And I'm glad you're part of ARMY now. So. (laughs) Yes. And thank you for supporting our videos too. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. Not only does Himalaya have tons of cool features like curated podcast playlists and collections along with personalized recommendations, but our brand new members-only version of this, Interlude Army Plus, is only available on the Himalaya app. When you become a member of Interlude Army Plus, you'll get all ad-free, exclusive episodes, giveaways, and more. You'll even get these episodes a day early. And the best part is, Interlude Army Plus is available for just $4.99 a month. So download Himalaya and join Interlude Army Plus today. Welcome back to Interlude Army. Today we have Gracie, who is also known as Daily Hoping. She's the composer and writer for the 2020 Global Army song. Please welcome Gracie. Yay. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Gracie Renan. I'm the founder, project leader, songwriter, composer of the Global Army Song Project. Um, I've been doing this project for about three to four years now. I'm 20 years old and I'm from Taiwan and I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for taking time to join us today uh taking time off of your busy day and uh we can't wait to hear how the army song came together but before that we'd love to learn more about you gracie um so how did you discover bts and what made you a fan in army well it was 2014 and i was eighth grade um it was late 2014 and i remember i saw this video popped up in my YouTube recommendation, and it was mm-hmm. called Go BTS by uh, KCON LA. I think it was like a segment that BTS did back then, and I didn't remember why I clicked on it, but I do remember I found it super funny because there was just like seven guys running on the streets, chasing each other and having <laughs> fun. And I just thought like, wow, um, I really like their chemistry, and mm-hmm. I like, like how they goof around each other, and they seem like they're really, really good friends. And so at first I thought it was like a reality TV show. I, I was familiar with K-pop and how like Korean entertainment shows because of um, the Hallyu wave um, since Taiwan is super close to um, Korea. Right. Um, but I found out they were um, actually musicians. And when I watched their music video, I was like, this guy's can really dance. I don't know if I'm a fan of the hip hop though. Because <laughs> um, I was like 14 and my music taste was super different than mm. my music taste nowadays but um, I decided to research more because I was really intrigued by them and I found um, songs that were 
more my style, mm-hmm. a little bit more slowed down. But then when I looked up the lyrics, that's when、um, everything changed for me. Because eighth grade, I was going through this rebellious school phase,、um, and I was growing up with my dad too. So I feel like no one understands me. <laughs> and so when I、uh, looked up their lyrics, and I was just like, yes, yes, <laughs> they understand me. And and that's how it started. And I feel like after several years later, we're here in twenty twenty, and I feel like the fire and love has grown ever since.、Mm-hmm. And I think, at least as of today, I could te- I could really say that I think I love them more than I even started because I feel like every year they do something that just you know connects you to them. Oh yeah.、More. And I think you find BTS. When you need them the most, and I think I found them when I need them the most because I was struggling really hard in school and in um in family and stuff. So yeah. All right. So my second question to you is: How did you find your passion for music, and what made you pursue music? So when I was thirteen, I came back to Taiwan after my parents divorced and、um, emo kid. So. My dad gave me a, a a guitar as a homecoming present,、mm-hmm. and he sort of just say like, "Here, like this is for you.、Um, you don't have to learn it because you know you were kind of trained to be a pianist, anyways. But this is for、oh. you." And I really didn't touch it until when I was like fourteen, about the time where I met BTS, I guess.、Mm-hmm. And、um, I just started to journal everything I felt like. All the anger and all the, I guess, the emo phases I had,、um, <laughs> and I think I wrote my first. I wouldn't really call it song because things didn't rhyme. It looked really ugly, <laughs> um, but、uh, it was how I felt. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, that's how I felt. And then I sort of just put it aside because it it allowed me to kind of release some of the anger I had.、Mm-hmm. So,、mm-hmm. have you taken a look at those、uh, at those first songs, and have you tried to make me work on them? I have actually. I use them as like ideas reference,、uh-huh. more of more than like a lyrical <laughs> reference. Oh, okay. But,、mm-hmm, I think、uh, the better ones that I wrote was saying like you're you're a work in progress and you're a work of art. And I think I used that to write. I th- wow, what was it? One of the songs I I gave to the members, but yes. Oh, that's really cool. I honestly thought like you grew up with the guitar, but you you mentioned that you knew how to play the piano before that, or yeah, my dad knew how to play the guitar, but then my mom, when I was young, told me that I should play piano. So when I was like second grade, all the way to I think fifth grade, I was going to recitals and. Like have really really strict teachers, <laughs> and、uh, but be- because I、uh, I transferred school so much、um, that my teacher couldn't come with me. <laughs> right. So. Oh, got it. Yeah, and so I sort of like suddenly stopped doing piano lessons. Besides, I really didn't like it that much because of I guess because、oh. of the teacher.、Mm-hmm. So、mm-hmm. for the guitar, I picked it up myself. And it was more of more relaxing for me because, like, oh, I didn't have to force myself to learn it. It was just more of a 
oh, it's a hobby. Mm. My brother is even crazier. He picked that up in five minutes. Wow, you guys are just like musically talented. Yeah, it runs in the like, family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just on another level. Like, <laughs> Now, you started writing for ARMY in 2017. Um, how did this come about? How, uh, like, what made you, you know, one day decide, hey, I'm going to start an ARMY song for BTS? Actually, I started writing a song for BTS in 2016, but they weren't, like, they didn't involve other ARMY singing. It was just oh, okay. my own, like, little gift to them. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when a member had a birthday, I would just post, like, this is a song I made, like, be- when I thought of this particular member and it just mm. it was like all seven of them so like in a year i think in 2015 <laughs> i wrote seven songs mm. oh my gosh <laughs> and then like timed it so that i could post it um during their birthdays and mm. i didn't really think much of it until um i think a, a fan base from the uae approached me to, and say like would you write a song for us um it's a project that we wanted to try to do um not sure it's gonna work but you just you don't have to do anything you just have to write the song and i was like okay Mm -hmm. cool um so i wrote this song um sent it to them and they tried to have a version of the global robby song that you see today except um the first time it was only 10 languages Mm -hmm. i didn't know the process Uh. that the whole fan base did i just looked at the finished product and i was like huh what a nice idea (laughs) (laughs) interesting wow so like when you first started off you were just more in charge of like the writing process but i mean like what are you in charge of now as of like 2020 i, I still am the the composer and the writer mm-hmm. i'm sort of the project head so final decisions sort of come back to me mm-hmm. but at the same oh. time i also have to work with artists like closely because i'm also the concept director because it's kind of hard to communicate like i have admins of course to help like navigate because this year there's like 552 people involved what wait how much 552 yeah 552 people oh, oh my wow. gosh <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> that okay i see why that's that's overwhelming yeah <laughs> and this year i oh i usually go through the auditions myself as well so it, um because as the composer i i have to find voices that's not just good but also that suits the music bed and sometimes it's really hard because everyone's really good mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have to like narrow it down to one country one person and so yeah. i think this year we had almost a thousand people mm. um auditioning and so i think it took wow. me like two to three weeks just to because i have to manually view them and then I have to right right critique them and then have to go sec- second round again and then it's like a whole process where it's like you're eliminating people and it's like i'm crushing people's <laughs> dreams and i just like feel no. so bad <laughs> it's like almost like a survival show but you know it's in in the end um mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of armies under- understood and i'm sure no one was like you know super super crushed mm-hmm. by it but... yeah, and there's also with like the song being not long enough like i try to write the song as long as possible to like fit every like languages in it mm-hmm. but then sometimes you really can't extend a song any longer i think this year's song was like almost five minutes <laughs> and so yeah. i had to say no to some people because mm, i had a dilemma about do i represent the country or the language because mm. you have like a lot of countries that speak spanish right and 
And so I'm like, which one? <laughs> Is it oh. Chile or Argentina? <laughs> How long from like start to finish was this process? Because it really sounds like a long process, especially the audition. Yeah, to do it manually, that's. I feel like it's a lot. It's like time consuming. <laughs> it is. Um, this year, it took about almost five months. The whole process together audition. I usually finish in about one and a half months、mm-hmm. because there's callbacks and then oh we would like you to try to sing another song because some people they have really nice tone to their voice but it gets sometimes their background is so too loud or、mm. um, the song choice was just not the best and so I ask them to have another try especially if there's only two to three、um, auditions from that country、mm-hmm. and usually that's the case and so. I kind of had to prioritize countries that are not as popular, I guess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in in terms of auditioning. Because I remember Vietnam had like a hundred and twenty or more. Oh wow!、That's、like people、lot. auditioning. Yeah, the Philippines it's it's even more. Like there's like a hundred seventy. I'm not surprised. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so it was so much people. I had to like narrow it down, and it's like this year it was interesting too because there were sisters、mm. that auditioned from the same country, same last name, and I'm just like, oh darn it! I had to like pick between sisters. Like I now I'm very curious in, with the languages. Like, how do you make sure that what they are singing is what the message of the song is trying to convey? You know, like、um, I mean, I don't I don't know how many languages you know, Gracie, but. How are you able to like confirm? Okay, this is what they're singing, and this is what the song is trying to convey. Aside from the vocal team, we have、mm-hmm. um, a translator team.、Mm-hmm. So this year's translator, there are about like forty-seven to fifty, almost fifty. Oh wow! Translator, they translate the song to direct translation,、mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. usually that doesn't work lyrical wise because、mm-hmm. it has、yeah. to match the rhythm、yeah. true, to make、true. it run smoothly. So. What happens is we're all in this group chat with the vocalist, and the admins would pair the vocalist and the translator together.、Mm-hmm. Together, they will have to come up with a specific line, specific amount of syllables, and they have to translate that according to the rhythm of the song,、mm-hmm. and so and also syllables. And usually, the condition for me is, I don't mind if. The wording is not exactly the same because it's gonna show in the subtitles anyways.、Mm-hmm. But、mm-hmm. I have I need to have the meaning to be at least like the same, similar meaning, gotcha. like,、uh, or similar. Yeah, the overall meaning has to be the same, even if it's not exactly the same words. I see what you mean. That that makes、mm-hmm. sense. Now I did want to know, like, how do how do you come up with the concept? You said that、um, you also. Are in charge of that. Like for this year, you 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 titled it Seven Reasons, and、mm-hmm. the thumbnail itself is already、mm-hmm. reminded me of we are we are bulletproof the eternal because they use the whale <laughs> as well. So I was wondering, do you look at what's、uh, being used by BTS in the current year, or maybe、uh, just previous works that they've done? How do you decide what the concept is for the song?、Um, there's actually an inside joke between admins every time BTS releases something,、mm-hmm. and they're like, "Why is this so similar to our concept? Like, are you working for BTS?" <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like、um, last year, <laughs>、um, 
we had a rapper that sang about chicken soup mm-hmm. and you're my Samsung, you're like your galaxy right. in the in this uh, 2019 um, song. And um, after that, J-Hope came up with chicken noodle soup oh and, and they collaborated with Samsung. And I said, I swear, guys, you have nothing to do with this. <laughs> Um, but concept wise I don't really u- look at the concept that BTS does but I usually go back what I do is I go back to their music and I listen mm-hmm. to like the discography probably five to six times mm-hmm. and I usually do it in like quiet times so I go to a park or somewhere just peaceful and then I think about the hist- uh, the year Uh, what has BTS achieved and what has what have what are the lessons they've shared for at least for this year's song I know I mean I knew it had to be something related to seven because seven is a very special year to them and to Mm -hmm. us the idea of seven reasons it was actually a coincidence that we're bulletproof (laughs) came Mm -hmm. out because um I wrote this song like I think before the album came out it was it was pure coincidence um but I know that Jimin always refers to ARMY as like reason, like our reason to continue, our reason mm-hmm. to, to do this. Mm-hmm. I've seen like concert clips and like concert speeches and I feel like that particular word has always been, um, it has stood out to me the most. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you just say, oh, you're the reason for this, it kind of, it kind of has a double-edged sword because he has a positive and a negative connotation mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. which is kind of confusing like grammar wise but um for some reason like jimin used that word and made it a completely different meaning for us because it's the word is so broad but it explains so much at the same time and so i pulled that word and it took seven years and then um this year's song is more personal to me than other years i mean the previous year's songs were also personal but i think this year's song was the most personal to me because if you read the lyrics without listening to the melody it, it sounds like a diary entry about like you know seven years i was this mm-hmm. but you always ask me this question but i wish you would know that this is the answer all along all global army songs are written in a first person perspective for a reason mm-hmm. because it had to be relatable for each army mm-hmm. so it doesn't seem like someone else is talk doing the talking right. or like doing the expressing it's going to be like yourself like you mentioned it does feel like a, a diary entry and all of us armies could relate to it and i think that's what makes the song even more beautiful is because we're all connected in that way and your song just kind of like speaks mm-hmm. for us you know what i mean so <laughs> it's it beautiful <laughs> yeah and it's it's um it's cool that you you said that you felt it more personal this year because we've mm-hmm. seen how bts have referred as our reference map of the soul 7 as being one of their most personal albums so it matches there as well you know it's all like connected even though it may not be intentional like by you gracie like it, a lot of things are matching up so it's just like it it really does make i, I know sense. it's kind of crazy <laughs> hey remember the lyrics from dna i forgot what yeah. it's, not a, it's not a coincidence mm-hmm. it was all like uh, i'm like adding on to it it's all meant to be oh, <laughs> the purple glow too in the mv yeah oh that's right yes so that was bef- that be that was before we are bulletproof mv came out oh and then gosh. everyone was so confused like <laughs> like why are they copying us <laughs> yeah and um we came up with that concept like it was like way before festa mm-hmm. yeah. and everyone was just messaging me on cacao talk and like 
have you like talked to them or something? And I'm like, no. Like, that's... <laughs> nah, y'all just stick to like, you know, geniuses. So. <laughs> Um, now, you mentioned this briefly uh, previously, but uh, how exactly, how many people worked uh, on this song and how many departments? You mentioned the language uh, or the translation department, but mm-hmm. um, how many are there in total? Mm-hmm. There's about seven to eight because there's a vocalist department. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the language department, which is translation, lyrical, uh, subtitles, stuff. Um, there's also the graphic department mm-hmm. but those that department mm-hmm. is split into three so one is for concept photos which we release basically a countdown week mm-hmm. they release uh, photos related to the concept of the song this year we had it a little different because i kind of wanted to show more diversity in terms mm-hmm. of fan yeah. artists so mm-hmm. we released um different arts from different fan artists but similar concepts just oh, different cool. drawings to like showcase more people i wish i could do more but there were, there was only like seven to eight artists for the graphics there's obviously promotional posters so if there's an announcement someone would have to design a poster with the words if it's like announcement for the finalists or if i just have a random um announcement about delay or anything or just updates on the project this year we had animation for the music video we had a whole other department which is something i was really scared to do because i was not familiar with how animation works because for the past two years we've always done um army videos yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. they film themselves and then we edit it but because of covid obviously Um, We couldn't really showcase a lot of armies. For this year, we had an animator, an illustrator. She's she's something else. She draws 15 hours a day. Wow. Yeah, she probably... It's crazy. Her work ethic is just Um, Mm top-notch. Really lucky to have her. Um, We also have Rachel, which is the music music video editor. Mm -hmm. And so she's the one that pieced everything together and... Usually it's kind of a mess in the group chat because I would have this idea and like a concept, but then you have to like break it down to like, okay, which scene, what happens in this scene and this scene and this mm-hmm. scene. And so it takes a lot of, it takes a village to like gather around and like talk yeah. how, <laughs> of course. how to get this done. <laughs> um, there's also a promotional team. Um, I think that's the biggest team we have this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that um, talk to people about um, sharing the songs, big accounts, fan bases. They're the one that, that's in touch with fan bases. I know, like, Instagram alone, we had about 100 fan bases that um, agreed to help out. Oh, wow. wow. That's so cool. <laughs> and on Facebook as well. I think we even reached out to Army Amino. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was like the whole entire <laughs> community trying to gather them together. Most of them, it's just like, spread the news, spread the news, it's coming. And then the other times, it's um, reaching out to YouTubers to react to it just for um, YouTube army's sake so that more people could see it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also tried um, contacting the media. So the promo team does more of the marketing mm-hmm. plan, mm-hmm. per se. But for me, I just try to keep it together and try not to like <laughs> have a mental <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> Because there's so many people to handle, mm-hmm. 
Sometimes it's super overwhelming. I, I try my best to be um, open-minded, especially if there's certain ideas that don't work. Sometimes when it's like two opposite sides, like should we play it safe? Should we go crazy? Like I try to make it like, okay, let's let's move a little bit in the middle. <laughs> compromise like, with everyone, right? Like, com compromise. Let's compromise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meet halfway. No, but I mean, you guys got it down because it, it like looking from the outside, it seems like you guys are very organized and know how yeah. to reach out and how to promote. And so even though you say that they might get a little bit overwhelming or crazy, like behind the scenes, I uh, once it's out, you guys are like, on it you guys know mm -hmm. how to communicate and promote it <laughs> at least i think exactly. <laughs> it's the it's a mess back here you guys <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure i'm sure but it's it's also amazing that like everyone is doing this voluntarily like no oh, you yeah, know it's, yeah. you guys are all working together and it's a lot of you know people so there's going to be a lot of different opinions and the fact that you guys have co all compromised with each other that takes a lot of work and effort so you guys pulled it off really well the music video and song came out beautifully so you know i'm gonna sl slow slow cap slow clap oh my god i can't even talk <laughs> no yeah definitely and um i think it, it speaks to army and like army like how we communicate and like yeah everybody mm -hmm. comes from different backgrounds and has different opinions or different ideas like you said roseanne and, and gracie as well mm -hmm. but i mean at the end of the day like the final product is what everybody had in mind you know this is what they wanted mm -hmm. to deliver so even if there might be butting of heads it's like the end product just shows you that at the end of the day the message is there you know yeah <laughs> you guys no, come sure. together and I think that's what's special about ARMY as a fandom in general. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, we, we might butt heads against each other, but if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Mm -hmm. And so... For those who are listening and are interested, where could people find you on social media? Um, so my Twitter is Daily Hoping, same name as my channel. Um, on Instagram, it's Daily Hoping Music, so it's pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people have been asking and like blowing up my DMs, like, when, when, when can I join? Can I join? Can I join? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I usually am very spontaneous about it. I actually, honest to God, I was not planning to do it this year because I I got into nursing school and it just become crazy. Mm -hmm. And so I think um covid was a form of a blessing in disguise almost because mm. it well it sort of made everything put into a halt mm -hmm. and i suddenly had time so it was like march i took a i took a really really quick flight home one-way flight home and i was like okay let's do this oh wow <laughs> so usually i'll be just look around around february to march i'll usually post like an announcement if auditions are ready to be open so awesome. yeah my twitter account is probably the most fastest way you'll you'll reach me gotcha. <laughs> like information wise because i'm always there got it, got well i mean it. congratulations on on both the army song and for nursing? getting into nursing school i mean that's yeah. that's awesome oh thank you <laughs> um and like honestly uh gracie thank you so much for this because i i mean i've been following the army song since 2017 and i mean it's another way of you showing that like how diverse the army fandom is and how creative the army fandom is and like mm -hmm. 
just adding happiness. Um, so thank you. <laughs> thank you, Gracie, yes. for doing this because it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yes, for those who are listening, the fact that Gracie took the time to be here with us because you are on the other side of the world. Literally, it's yeah. morning for you. It's like nighttime for us. So thank you so much, Gracie, mm. for being here no with worries. us. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Gracie. Mm-hmm. So, Jose, what did you think about this episode? I learned a lot. I learned a lot, especially with the interview. Um, Like we Mm -hmm. mentioned before, like we had, at least for myself, I can say I had assumptions as as to how the army, the global army songs came about and general thoughts on it. Just like, oh, it probably takes maybe a month (laughs) Um, and it's only maybe (laughs) Gracie by herself. I actually had that mm-hmm. assumption as well. Like, oh, it's probably just her and that's a lot of work. But to see how, like, it's all, like, worked out and, like, how many departments, how many people are behind the scenes, how they have to communicate and how mm-hmm. long it takes, actually, and how a lot of things match up, you know? It's, a, it's like, it goes along with BTS, how, like, stuff just connects. Um, right. It's so crazy how, like, even with ARMY, that happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's not intentional, but then you're like, it's just, it's too on the nose. Like, it's too perfect. <laughs> but I guess it's just because geniuses think alike and, you know. That's right. But what did you think? It makes me, like, look forward to future songs. And like Jose mentioned, I was also shocked when she said, like, how many people were involved, how many people Mm -hmm. auditioned. And, you know, we do wish there was a song that was, like, three hours long that everyone could participate in. You know what I I mean? Because I could listen to ARMY Mm -hmm. sing forever because those voices that we heard that the people who participated sounded Mm -hmm, amazing. mm -hmm. And um, it's just, it shows you how hard ARMY's work for something that, like I said, it's voluntarily, we just do things out of love and passion, you know? But yeah, this is another example of like the things that armies are capable of doing and it showcases their talent. So I love it. To stay updated, follow us on Twitter at Interlude Army PD. That's Interlude Army PD. And we also have an Instagram now, guys. It's exactly the same handle, Interlude Army PD. So follow us on Instagram. We are also posting updates over there. And if you want to send any feedbacks or letters, please email us at interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. So that was our episode for this week. Make sure to tune in for next week's episode, you guys. And thank you so much for tuning in. Have an amazing week. Yes, thank you so much for listening, Army. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later, Jose. Talk, Talk to you, you later, next Army. week. Talk to you later, Roseanne. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Stay safe, everyone. Bye. Yes. Kim Nam Kim So Jin, Min Yoon Lee, Jung Ho Suk, Park Jimin, Kim Tae Young.